All right, what's up, beautiful people? Um, on today's podcast, I got my buddy Bruno back on on here. Oh yes, good times. But uh, we got a little bit of a serious topic today because we're gonna be talking about dealing with the death of an athlete as an athletic trainer, which this guy had to go through it last year. Um, so we're gonna basically talk about um, kind of going through that and his experience with it and kind of how he managed it. All right? Sure. Nice. All right. So stay tuned, listen, and enjoy. Welcome to the Eli Kassab Experience. All right, so we're going to be talking about um, you know Bruno's experience through having an athlete pass away on him last year. Um, you know, specifically in the athletic training profession, which for those of you that don't know what it is, athletic training, uh, we are healthcare providers where we treat and rehabilitate injuries, uh, as well as implement like preventative measures for injuries. Um, so we work a lot with athletes on a daily basis and become very close with them. And so, um, this is uh, something that we all definitely don't want to experience. Um, and so, uh, this guy went through it last year and I figured it'd be a good topic to to kind of discuss and sort of pick your brain and see what, um, you know, what what, what the process was like and what kind of what, you know, what you went through and stuff. And, you know, I haven't had to deal with it, but like this was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just about a year ago. Okay. And then it was with, Oh, what sports do you work with? So I work with football. Um, and last year I did football, women's basketball. Um, this year I'm doing football and women's golf. Okay. Okay. Nice. And it was one of your football athletes. Okay. And was it, um, I mean, I mean, I guess start with kind of like, you know, what was the, was it, was it, was it expected? Was it unexpected? Unexpected for sure. Okay. Definitely unexpected. Um, it was just the start of spring, uh, practice and yeah, it was kind of, uh, um, as most people know, the first day of spring practice, you're, you're not full contact, your helmets, you're just starting out. Um, so we had a, athlete that had an episode of basically cramping um that's what it seemed like we didn't really understand why mm-hmm. um he felt okay for the most part was again full body cramps was the was the biggest concern um had his fiance with him so she was there in the training room talked her through it um and basically said you know as tried to continually hydrate move around and see what we can do if this progresses let me know right. um asap um and as they um, left the training room, he was with her. Um, I called the doc and said, "Hey, this is kind of kind of odd a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really do that much to be in full body cramps." So um, the next phone call I got was his girlfriend saying, "Hey, something's gotten worse. We had a serious Man. problem." And they called the EMTs. Um, as I'm talking to her and trying to help the situation as best I can, um, she said, "The EMTs got here. Talk to them." So. <laughs> Um, I had the experience of talking to the EMTs over the phone and kind of describing what I saw ahead of time, um, what I saw on the field, what his history was um, before we they tr- transport him to the ER, essentially. And at that time, I'm calling the docs, you know, throwing my clothes on. I was actually, I think I was just getting home at that time, um, you know, getting my stuff together before I head over to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, once we got to the hospital... It was kind of chaotic, as most of you know. Um, the ER is kind of the, the ER doc owns that, um, so you're trying to help out but stay out of the way, and it gets really, really difficult. So there's a yeah. lot of um, emotions running. There's people, you know, getting upset and <laughs> angered over it, and you're you're trying to situate and, and work that out as best you can. Um, at the same time, trying to help the family out. Um, of course. Most people know we work in college sports. Um, you know, high school is phenomenal because family's right there. 
and that's a huge support, huge mm-hmm. help. Um, with college, a lot of these athletes come from different locations and pros as well. Um, so they're not maybe from there. Their parents are um, are not that close. Um, right. Family. So that was also a barrier. So trying to do right by their family and take care of them on that side, as well as help them out on the medical side. Um, then the kind of a whirlwind of you know trying to figure out what's the next scenario, kind of sit and wait. Um, and then the next thing was at the ICU. And we were at the ICU. Um, he was unresponsive, so um, didn't really get to talk to him at all. But um, we were at the ICU for about almost a week. It was about four days. I'd say two days, three, two days. Yeah. Um, maybe less. Again, kind of get everything kind of gets jumbled together. But I think yep, yep. I think the parents were notified right away. They hopped on the flight as soon as they could um, to get there. It was about eight hours for them to fly to be able to get everybody and get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just the, re- the rest of my job was just support, support the docs, support the nurses, support the family. Um, and then another concern is to support the team, right? You have a hundred guys where their their teammates, their family, their brothers is in, you know, a bad shape. And how do you delegate, you know, how do you separate that, help them out? Um, as well as the coaches, you have another 10, 10 guys there. They're right. there to support the players, but they need to support themselves because mm-hmm. they don't know what's going on. That's something they care about. Um, and mitigating those and trying to assist those. Um, so those are all different facets of, you know, what do you do? You get the family, you get the docs, you get the coaches, you get the players, and then you got your staff. <laughs> so, so There's a lot um, more involved. Than- y- yeah. There's a lot, lot going on, a lot of moving pieces all at the same time. Um, so that was – basically the whole thing um you know he never woke up essentially um family was phenomenal and it was a it was a whirlwind experience and something I'll, I'll you know as you know i'll never forget but always hold dear to my heart for sure man that's crazy and so what was um and what was it you know when you're trying to say like what was it like trying to support you know uh you know the team the coaches the the families the and then you know how did you uh, I guess how did you manage to support yourself at the same time when you're trying to look out for so many other people I guess during during the whole event you know what I mean like because that's always hard when you're managing so many different things um and so like I don't know what were some of the things uh, and whatever you're comfortable sharing you know what were some of the things that you did I guess that were kind of helped um you manage yourself Ooh, I, you know what I mean? No, that's a good question because I, <laughs> I haven't thought of it, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, well, dang no, it. No, that's a good, that's a, it's good. And that, that's why when you said, hey, let's, let's do this, I said I, I might be good. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing a lot of situations that happen. Right. Um, and I, I'm a firm believer in, in you know, life, life gives you these curveballs, but specifically because you can handle them. And, and not to say that you're superior than anybody else, but there's certain things and certain traits that um, I, I feel I was put on earth to, to go through and endure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, as life continues, um, as you know, like uh, I, I, I'm a faithful person. I believe in God, and I think that a lot of that helps um, these situations go forward. Um, so um, that's the first thing, I guess, self-care is that, that ideology that I've been instilled with that um, I, I can get through it, um, you know, through prayer. That's my belief, but um, through meditation, some people, uh, I, I know I can get through it. So that's the first thing. Right. Um, and then okay. 
um, seeing what and who needs what. Um, some people um, really, really just needed a hug. They just need to sit there and just let it out. Right. Um, a lot okay. of them were just shocked. Again, like I said, completely unexpected. It's not something we foresaw. There's not no screening we could have done. Um, it was just, you know, one of those things you say, act, act of God, right? And that's the name, like it just mm -hmm. happened. Um, so being there for the people that needed it, that was, that was my first, first and foremost. Um, when I found out, as soon as I found out, I, I um, one of the first people I needed to talk to was be the, you know, the other athletic trainer that works football. And I felt that that had to be a face-to-face -face conversation. Um, as yeah, I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm learning, finding out it's this, the next morning after I've been in the um, ICU and ER all night. Um, I think I got home, showered, and ran over. Um, and I texted him and said, hey, I got to meet with you before. Okay. We're going to a meeting. Um, <clears throat> and I said, like, I got to meet with you before. He goes, okay. So I, I went over there, talked to one of our bosses, and said, hey, I just need a space. I talked to him. So he found a quick space. Well, come over here. We, go, we got your room. Kind of knew what's going on, but didn't know the full story. And then, so I talked to my staff, my, my staff, I got own them, but my, we work right. together, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm not a believer and I'm superior to anybody else. So we all work together, but somebody needed to know the information, a part of our, our staff right there, our football staff. Mm -hmm. And we just closed the doors and just talked and kind of let it all out. Um, so that was a moment that we need to take and take a deep breath. Um, allow me to think for a good five, 10 minutes, just quiet and, process okay. and what's the next step so that was huge right. taking, taking a time back <clears throat> a time out to, to talk to your staff and then be together because that's your core okay um so that's the first thing i literally i did was talk to them um then we went on talked to the coaches and the, the staff and and again divulging the information that the family was okay with so that was always being careful yeah of course um you know this is private information we're not out there just giving this information out um but pertinent information that people need to know i mean people mm -hmm. are concerned people are worried um how to mitigate that was another thing that came up was um having a hundred players and staff they all are going to bombard the <laughs> the icu yeah right so yeah let's manage that a little bit to give them some information that they feel that they don't need to run over there and, and be there for um so that was kind of the next step was was doing that and from there we again not just me we were able to take care um of the team and we okay. we lean on each other's strengths um as far as talking to players or talking who's more the, more the emotional part that needs that support who needs some facts who needs some understanding um and luckily we have a great setup where we have you know team psychologists and doctors and everybody's there available to help um, with that situation so it wasn't all on me mm -hmm. um that's kind of that's a long right. way to answer your question yeah, yeah. no no that's okay. perfect i think it's a i think it's an insightful it's it's always i think it's it's always good to uh you know dive into that because i think the the details matter especially for people that i don't know if people have gone through it you know i i uh, i think they appreciate just the details and what other people's thought processes were were through it um and you know and you know, everyone handles it a little bit differently. So, you know, I think it, I think it definitely helps, but, um, what was it, what was it like talking to the parents? Were you the first one to talk to the parents? Um, so <laughs> we're in a little, little bit of a predicament in the, in the sense of, um, <clears throat> our coaching staff just got changed. Okay. So we had 
um, the last coaching staff, none of the coaches stayed. So we had a full new coaching regime, <laughs> essentially. So these coaches didn't recruit or, or they, they're just getting to know these players. Right. right. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the way it planned out, I, I was the only one that knew these players and have met the family better than anybody else. Gotcha. Um, and how long, sorry to cut you off, how long did you know the athlete? Uh, two years. Okay, prior. gotcha. Yeah. We're just, okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so it was kind of an interesting, I guess it was a year and a half um, before, but, um, but it was kind of an interesting scenario where normally you have a coach that's recruited them or they at least know them well enough or know the parents have seen them. Right. But, you know, the coaches got hired, I believe it was January, and spring football was right around, you know, April, end of February. So it's been two months since <laughs> they knew this, you know, student athlete. So. Um, yeah. a lot of that fell on, on me because I already knew the family from previous games and gotcha. getting to know them and, you know, you know, different little injuries here and there. You talk to mom and dad and get to know them. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just part of what we do in, in, in the healthcare part of it. You know, moms love their kids and they want to make sure they're in good hands. And I, I do my best to provide that care for them. Um, you know, make mom feel and dad feel at ease that, you know, they're in good hands and I, I treat them like they're one of my kids. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I, I was the first one. I was at the, the hospital when uh, parents showed up. Um, that was, like I said, that's something that's very, very particular um, to the situation. But the parents are just, that family's just a stud. Like, they're just awesome. Um, their aunt lives, his aunt actually lives in, in Vegas. So she showed up as soon as, I mean, two-hour drive. She hopped in the car and she was there. So she was there a lot of the time um, through it. But the, the entire family, they're, they're just they're rock studs. It was just um, made my job a lot easier. Gotcha, um, gotcha. You know, I still remember dad, mom walking in the hallway, coming into the um, ICU, and and you know, dad shaking everybody's hand and you know, asking how can I help, what can I do, and giving everybody hugs. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, go go, 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 go see your son. I yeah, mean, like, yeah, yeah. But that's just the people they are. Yeah, um, they. Yeah, I gotcha. They're just phenomenal. They're so just... he really felt like. Um, and uh, hopefully they were able to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I possibly can to help. Right. Um, and I think they were able to see that and, and they're just, like I said, a unique situation because not everybody's yeah. able to do that. For um, sure. But the family was phenomenal. Um, always, always care about them. We, you know, till this day we still text, shoot texts. Yeah. That's great. How they're man. doing? How's everybody going? So came in asking everybody if what, can I do the help? <laughs> I was like, we should be the ones helping you. I mean, yeah, it's like you know, traumatic situation awesome, though. That's the first thing they think of is, is the people helping, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just good people. Yeah, that's really cool. It definitely uh, it makes the situations easier, mm -hmm. right, when you've got families or parents like that because then it can, they can you know, go the other way very easily, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, depending on, you know, the injury or illness that's going on. Yeah. So, man, that's crazy. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So the family was super, super supportive. Super supportive. They're, they're a great family and, you know, um, we're able to make some tough decisions, um, try to understand what's the best for, for them. And again, my role there was being support, um, being supportive wherever I can try to, you know, new town. They probably haven't been here for any, like, where do we yeah. go? What to do? Um, you know, they're, like I said, really concerned with, with the team. They wanted to talk to the team, make sure that the, 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 the players were okay. Gotcha. And that they were there to support them as, as gotcha. they go through the struggle, um, as a family. Um, you know, little stuff like that was phenomenal. I, I, like I said, unique situation. Um, mm -hmm. As far as an athletic trainer, I know the 
um, support system we have. There's the was it AT, AT Care? AT Care. AT Care. <clears throat> Phenomenal organization. And I know they reached out. They talked to Kelby specifically and say, hey, you know, the, you talk to Bruno. And Kelby's the head athletic trainer. <clears throat> but you know, do I need to talk? And I, at that moment in time, I was I was doing okay. Um, so I didn't get the chance to talk to them. And still, they're seeing this. Call me. It's fine. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk. <laughs> but <Yeah. clears throat> um, we have that support system um, that that's available for us to to deal with some of these things. But because of the unique situation, meaning the family's so supportive, the doctors so supportive, and I felt like I didn't need that at that point in time. Like, gotcha. I, I was I was yeah. okay. Yeah. And um, uh, I had the support with the family there that I, I didn't need that outside support. If that makes any sense. Right. Right. Um, right. No, it does. So. And that and that's something that I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't about uh, know about AT's care. Uh, about it until last year so like for those of you that don't know like athletic at's care is just it's there for to support like athletic trainers and in these kind of events and they'll always reach out and come talk to you and the team and stuff and i had no idea that it was even a thing until like it came up with you last year and now you're like at's care and i was like what what is that and then you kind of told me about it so that is an option if people a little bit about that i i don't know too much like i said i didn't yeah but Essentially, it's a, it's a network of athletic trainers that are, are throughout the country, and their specific tasks is as they see these red flags is to to reach out a hand. So they'll call you on your cell phone from their cell phone and say, "Hey, I, I've been through this," um, and a lot of them that's how they get into it. Is they've been through it, and so they're reaching out as support as like, gotcha. "You're not alone." Like I, I've been through the situation. How can I help? So it, it, it's pretty specific to situation you're running into. If that makes any sense, right? You know, yeah, death yeah. of the athlete. So there's certain people that have been through that. Yep, um, yep, yep. And so they, they reach out like, hey, I've been through it. If okay. it, you know, if we want to talk, we can talk and, and work through it out. Um, so I mean, I'm assuming with different situations, it'll be something different, you know, right? Um, right. Perhaps suicide or something different. They may be a different person reaching out. Well, um, which I think is phenomenal. And usually somebody again, like I said, been through it, um, been a profession for a while, had, you know, that support given to them. Mm-hmm. So they want to support um, and, and give that out. So th- that's a phenomenal organization. Again, I've heard about it before. Um, but never seen its effects that quickly. I mean, it was literally days, man. Like they gave a phone call, like yeah, boom. I was, was like, on the spot. Like, oh, like, okay. like, and you didn't, that's not something like you reached out to them and submitted anything. They no. reached out to you, man. That's yeah. crazy. And yeah, they knew somebody Good. who knew somebody who called and, 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 then, just, and then the phone call, Hey, just so you know, Bruno, like it's available. And I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, but, that was yeah, cool like, opportunities to see that come to play if that makes any sense yeah no it does it does and um yeah no i know i was talking to as an athletic trainer i uh mentioned that they kind of went through a similar situation and the at's care came and spoke to the school and then came and spoke to the individual yep. and they found it really helpful but yeah like i mean like you said you didn't need you didn't feel like you needed it at the time because mm-hmm. then you had the support system of the family and mm-hmm. everybody around you and um and what were some of the what were some of the other i guess in outside of the support system, I guess, uh, like just as far as your, your work goes, your, your clinical, your, like your clinical practices, did they change? Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you, how did you come back from that again? Like, I can't relate to it, but like, yeah. so when you're back out onto the field and like covering practice and stuff like, or when athletes come to you with certain injuries or illnesses, has that, how has that like changed? If it's changed, so how you kind of tackle yeah. things? Does it make you a little bit more no, cautious? No, great, great question. So, you know I mean? um, after you know, we're kind of 
going to the end stages here, right? Right. So after everything's set and done, you know, right. parents flew home, everything, um, people are kind of going on and, and trying to move on as best they can. Um, I sat with our team physician. Okay. And kind of sat down and kind of trying to break down. And okay. we kind of broke down the situation, um, the ins and outs. Of course, you know, private information, can't really share that. But yep, we're, yep, we're kind yep. of going through and breaking down, kind of debriefing, essentially. Um, and the biggest question, of course, you have, and every athletic trainer will have, is I'm, I'm going to DACO. What could I have done different? Like, what could yeah, I have done better? Right. Everybody yep. goes through that. Yeah. With, with any different spectrum, but something like this, like, you, it really, it, not to say it haunts you, but you, you, they're definitely at night thinking about it. Uh, like what could you have done differently as as much as i I say i was good like you stay up at night and you're literally thinking about it like what could i've done like what signs did i miss what could i have done to help the situation like what and to sit sit with doc and go over and and doc looks at me he goes man like you did everything right if anything would be different we'd be doing it wrong if you decide to change something you're doing it wrong and consistent i mean i've had a conversation with i don't say doc probably three times throughout the space of a month. Like, are you sure? Like, he's like, right. oh, look at some stuff, but you, you did the right thing. Like, you hmm. did what you're supposed to do. You're seeing that scenario. You're, you're helping out. You know, you're releasing them to somebody that they know. How, how did you release? Like, what? Because you always think, like, what, should I call the ambulance every every single time? This is about body cramps. Right. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so you Pop go the through these scenarios. So um, as far as my clinical practice, it hasn't changed. Um but it's good to have that reaffirmation. Like you did with the steps that were correct. Okay. Um, continue in that route. And it's good to see, you know, somebody else. And it's always kind of humbling, but to see multiple docs, right? Cause you have our team physician mm-hmm. reviewing it, but he's looking at charts from the ER doc and the ICU doc. And, you know what I mean? All these guys that, that see the situation, get the history and develop a, a idea of what should have been done, should have been done. And the report's yeah. essentially saying, like, you know, you did everything right. Like, you, you do what you're supposed to do. Um, that's phenomenal. Now, you know, Doc could be lying to me. <laughs> I, I don't know. But <laughs> Just to make you feel better. Yeah. Doc, if you are, like, that's messed up. Be honest. Yeah. But, no. Yeah. Uh, so, for my clinical practice, nothing essentially changed. Um, but every time somebody cramps, it, it does bring, like, you, you remember it. That's visibly, like, right. whoa. Like, um, so, it makes you check yourself. Um but it hasn't really changed. If that makes any sense. Okay. I got you. No, that makes sense. And that's always, I mean, it, it, I guess, I don't know. It's always reassuring. Um, you know, when you kind of go through something like that, where it's not there, there's no, nothing at fault, like nothing you could have done different, but then I don't like, does that also make it like, is it one of those things where I know it's good that you didn't do anything. Like there was no, like nothing that you could have done different, mm-hmm. but in a way, is that a, was that a bad thing in a way? hundred oh, percent. Because like, then is there is it like a, a feeling where you're like man if there was just one thing I could have done like different like because it feels kind of out of your hands yeah. maybe like is that did you kind of yeah. feel that and, or and uh, like I say this, this is this some raw footage man like because um, you know being real like literally I'm sitting with Doc and I said like tell me I did something wrong like please that those are literally what I said to Doc like tell me right just so like, you can take some so sort I know, of what I could have done better. Like we could have fixed it. We could have solved this. I got like, you. Put it on me. <laughs> I got like, you. No, like, you know, but you feel that way. hundred percent. Like you feel like just if you, if I can take some blame or it's my fault, I'll just quit what I'm doing. It's fine. Like at least yeah. we'll have a peace of mind of what happened. Um, 
and I had a conversation with Doc, and then I had a conversation with Mom, um, and like I, I wish I, could, you know, that's literally what I said, and that's probably the the first time that I was pretty good for the most part. Yeah. Um, but having that conversation with Mom, um, you know, she gives me a big hug, and I, I, I nice. that was hard, but I, I just literally said that to Mom. I said I, I, I wish I could have done more. You know, she gave me a big hug. Like, oh no, like it's in the Lord's hands. That's what she kept saying. Like, it's in the Lord's Crazy. hands. You're fine. And I was like, Man. um, so that was, that was, you know, again, raw footage, right? Like this is the, the real situation. Um, you want to blame yourself cause it's easier. Right. That's the honest truth. I gotcha. You want to blame yourself cause it's, it gives you, this is what happened. You know, these, these situations where there's no real answer. Um, it's tough, man. Yeah. And that feeling of like, you couldn't, there's nothing that like feeling of no control over it Yeah, where you're like, yeah, I, I couldn't have done anything, which is the sole purpose of your job is to keep the athletes healthy and you safe. Always, you always have an answer and on the field. And you're always like, you always have an answer. Here's right? the answer. Here's the plan. Here's, you know, and so that's tough. Yeah. Man. This is, by the way, by the way, this is like we there was no like real like outline or game plan to this. And this is the first time he's coming out in public about this. So you got this is like when he's saying raw footage, this is yeah. this is straight like raw footage. Like, you know, me and Bruno, we've been best best friends for a, a long time. Long and you know, time. We, we've talked about the situation, like just us two, and mm -hmm. I know, you know, we've uh like had a lot of like discussions one on one, yeah. but never anything like public or or, or kind of out there and stuff. Yeah. So um, you know, make sure you guys, you know, you know, show this guy some, some, some love for putting <laughs> no, it out there, but, um, no, no, we appreciate it, man. Like, yeah. I think it's just good information for athletic trainers or even people just to, to kind of know to have, to kind of go through and deal with. And I know for us, cause like our personality types were, you know, generally we're very, um, uh, we're always like laughing and joking yeah. and having fun yeah. and being sarcastic and stuff. So I, I think it's going to be unique for people to kind of see a different side of, well, both of us really, yeah. um, that know us anyway, for people that don't know us, you know, that's, um, it's, it's, that's how we are normally. Yeah. So this is kind of a once in a, uh, I want to say a once in a lifetime thing, but very, very unusual, very unusual yeah. a better way of, of, of putting it. Yeah. Um, no, the, the, when you mentioned it, it's like, hey, you know, this might be a good idea. You know, something you went through. Um, my, my initial response in my head is like, no, I, I, that's not something I want to talk about. You know, I, that's, let's keep it in. But yeah. the principle and idea of like, hey, we could help somebody else out that may be going through it or wouldn't know what to do in this situation. You know, yeah. um, as athletic trainers, we're always uh, as your, your famous quote, right? If you only have one left or you have none, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you so got one, you got none. You always have to be prepared. You always have to be ahead of the curve. Um, so if, if this allows, you know, athletic trainers to at least process what they would do, how they would handle it, um, it's, yeah. it's a huge advice that I can give, you know, you know um, is run through these scenarios in your head of how I um, could respond and then what to do. Um, like I said, we, we luckily um, – we have a system built up where there's, like I said, there's two of us in football, right? Mm -hmm. that, that cover football. Um, we have a sports psychologist. Um, we have some team docs that can help. So when the situation happened, we have still, uh, like I said, there's, you know, however many under the football team and there's one right. critical person. Um, but having two of football and a staff of people to help, it was literally like, 
you handled that situation. Take care of them as best as you possibly can. We got you. So I was not concerned and, and, and not, you know, not like I wasn't worried about them, but I was not concerned with any of my other guys. I knew they were in good hands. We had, you know, the right, other football the guy, and we had a staff of people that were there to support and help. Um, like I said, the, the team psychologist being available to talk to me, talk to them, yeah. to talk to anybody. Um, if you're sitting at a facility or an institution right now and you don't have that network and something like this happens and then you have to figure that out, you're, you're behind the curve, mm -hmm. right? Um, luckily, like I said, we've thought about this and gone through these possibilities of how to handle something. Again, you never think of this specific situation, but at least what would we do in this? And you see it, everything just work, just like clockwork, man. I mean, you got this, I got you, we're good. Right. I'll let you know if anything okay. changes. Send me the information. The injury reports are in. The coach is taking care of. The players mm -hmm. are still trying to get through practice as best they can. I yeah. coach, I think he canceled two of the practices. Just it was just hard. Um, yeah. But you know, rehabs. There's still people hurt. Still people getting out of surgery. There's still stuff going on. Um, and we can't forget that group of people as well. Um, but having a staff and being able to let that happen, being there, and then uh, to be honest, one of the coolest things is you know my boss. <laughs> um, as you're going through this, uh, you're just working. Mm -hmm. You're just working. I'm my head down. I come home, eat. I go back to the ICU. I'm over with the family. I'm taking, you know, trying to support them. I'm talking to Doc and figuring out where can I help. Um, and having my my b direct boss say, "Hey, like go to sleep." And I'm like, "No, no, no!" Like it's the last thing you're thinking about, right? Like, yeah. It's bro, I, I, come on, man. Like, that's the last thing you're gonna yeah. sleep. And he's like, "No, no, seriously. Like we got it covered." I'll run over. We have people at the, at the hospital. You you go take you go take four or five hours, get some rest, and be able to do that. Like it was like I said, it, in our profession, self care is really really hard to do because you're so focused on other people. Mm -hmm. But having a group around you to say like take care of this, help with this, allows me to fully focus on that situation. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's phenomenal. Um, having that support. You know, and makes you think twice, you know, if something happened to another athletic trainer, how can I support them? Right. You know, even if, you know, high schools are by themselves, you know, but you have local high schools around. Like, how can we support that athletic trainer to take care of that situation? Mm -hmm. um, that, that's, you know, if it is covering there, I, I, we, we, we help each other out. That's kind of our, our job. But um, luckily, we have that network. But being able to share this may, you know, give somebody an idea of, of how do I set this up for to get taken care of or wherever I'm at. Um, Cause that's huge that you have to have that network set up ahead of time. Cause you don't have time to blink of an eye and this stuff happens. And so what would be, and I know you talked about, you know, having a couple of, you have a couple of you guys working football, the sports psychologists and, you know, a, a full staff and like any, any, what was if there's, I mean, athletic trainers with that without necessarily, I guess a support system. I'm not talking about like getting a support system mm -hmm. in place, but um, uh, let's say if they're at a, you know, a school university, I don't know any tips for people that maybe don't have the same setup necessarily. Like some people might have a bigger staff and more resources and stuff, but any advice on getting that set up with people with less resources, if you've got any insight into that. Yeah. So the resources for something like that, and I understand it's big, but being the healthcare, um, people are very, very sympathetic and understanding. Um, mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is you don't have to hire 
somebody full-time to be there 24-7 for this situation. But what you have to do is make some phone calls ahead of time and say, hey, if something like this were to happen, a local sports psychologist, psychologist, somebody right. at the local, yeah, I mean, just you have to be working with either a clinic or a hospital, somebody's going to, there's got to be a system somewhere, um, whether it's referrals, just reach out to them ahead of time. Say, hey, gotcha. you know, if this situation were to happen, could I count on you for some support? You know, um, are, are you willing to support us as, as we go through that? And if not, find somebody else. Um, there's plenty of people out there that are willing to drop whatever they're doing and support you, 100%. Yeah. Um, the physicians, psychologists, they're all there to care for people so they know the situation, they know they'd be there. Um, but making those phone calls and, and, you know, being literally that blunt, like, hey, if I had a situation where I had to be at the ICU all day because we're caring for a student, you know, student athlete of some sorts, um, could, I, could I count on you to make some, you know, come in and talk to the team and help us out? Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll, of course, they'll do it for free. I mean, it, it would be nice to be able to take care of them, pay them for the job they do, but right. at the end if of the day, it's, there, a lot of them are willing to do it. Um, because at the end of the day, we're, we're in this profession to care for people. Um, you know, sure. bottom lines, all that stuff, that's, that's management stuff, right? Our, our, what we do is care for people. And most doctors are in the same way. Most psychologists are in the same way. Uh, most administrators are pretty much the same way. That's how they, why they got into it, right? Not all of them, but yeah. most of them. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I think just talking to them, having that blunt conversation, a lot of them are like, oh, yeah, what can we do to help? How can we help? Right. Um, but having that ahead of time. Because I know people would be willing to help at the drop of the hat, but you won't have time. You literally won't have time to do that. Yeah, it just it happens uh, when it goes down. It it ramps up pretty quick, and you mm -hmm. don't have time to kind of get all that stuff established. Yeah. Talk to you know, talk to your ads, talk to um, your team doctor. I, I say the first person is having this plan in place with your team physician, um, whoever that is. To hey. You know, this is what I'm doing. This is what plan I have. How can you support me, or how can we work on this together to get make sure if an event does happen, we have the support necessary. I'm sure. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. And if so, there's there's a person out there that doesn't want to do it, then there's bound to be somebody there's in town be, that yeah. would. You know what I mean? But I don't. Yeah, I don't. Or give that. Eli a call. He'll find someone. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. I think that's that, I think it's good good stuff, man. I think that's good good advice. I think it's a uh, good insight. I know that a lot of people will appreciate it. I know when I made a little announcement on uh, Twitter about doing this podcast, okay. we had some reactions from, from people on Twitter that yeah, yeah. um, kind of went through some similar situations. And so it, it seemed like it struck a chord with a couple of people anyway. Um, and so um, I think it'll be good. You know, I know, I know it's like, you know, tough for, for you to share. And so, you know, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. No, for sure, man. Uh, if there's any more questions, you know, let me know. I jump back on. I'll, I'll talk. I'll, I have no problem opening up about it. Um, like I said, the biggest thing for me was th that family support. Hopefully, you know, until this day, I think I did the best I could and did right yeah. by them. Um, and that, that, at the end, that's what matters, you know. I think the university was unbelievably grateful. Um, the hospital, I think, was, was grateful for all the things we did and, it really um, puts a, I guess, emphasis on what we do. Um, a lot of people mm -hmm. don't know 100% what we do, but right. if these situations come down. Um, you see people uh, shocked at what we do and how much we invest in these student athletes and athletes. Oh yeah. And and people, you know, we we care about them as individuals. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it's, a, it's it's a sucky situation, but a lot of times. 
it helps uh, shed light on what we do. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just, um, I think, yeah, people don't, uh, people don't realize how much, uh, I mean, yeah, we take, take care of the athletes in all forms and fashions from everything healthcare wise, safety wise, I mean, just, yeah. Um, we see them every day and then if you're in the college setting, then you deal with them for a lot, you know, a lot of years from kind of that 18 to 22, I guess, something, yeah. age, something like that. And then, um, you know, so you kind of see them go from graduating high school to kind of being adulthood. And, you know, of course there's different settings with high school and different age groups and, yeah. and, uh, pro level and stuff and guys get older and things like that. But I think college is, uh, yeah, a little bit unique, but you do get attached and you, you know, you're very invested in, uh, you know, the profession. Yeah. I think it, it's, 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 it's growing. And I think a lot of people are starting to understand a little bit better what we do and what athletic trainers are, are there for, mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, handing out, you know, water on the sideline or whatever, you know, we're, <laughs> and I don't mind handing out water. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's right. I'll, I'll help out with the, the hydration. Yeah. Um, but I think people as, as they, they learn what we do and how involved we are, um, they, they see the difference between us and, and PTs or us as a PA or that we have this special niche, um, specifically with sports and it, it's really um, invaluable when you talk to families um, they, they you wish you could put a, a value or a cost of what we do how we do it um, you know that, that that's the business side of it which we talked about last time yeah, yeah we did on like the yeah um, one of the episodes with situations like this families really appreciate what you do and it becomes in, an invaluable trait we have and people see that niche it's like uh, can't pin it but you see yeah. the importance of it yeah um, yeah and the more we promote it and grow it the better is the outcomes for the, the new you know g- new generation oh, us <laughs> old guys um of athletic trainers they come up and, and learn and you know through these new bills passing these new um, laws come into place that make mm-hmm. sure that um we're in a situation that people understand what we do and why we do it um you know unfortunately with these situations shed light on a lot of what we do that's awesome. Well said, my friend. Well said. I'm a smart guy. You know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just rubbing kidding. off on you. That's what's happening. No, I, of course, man. No. Of course you say so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, shoot. I think uh, I think we nailed everything. Hopefully. You feel like, I think uh, I think we got a lot of good stuff out there. Kind of talked about your beginning stages, kind of what you went through, mm-hmm. and then kind of how you handle it afterwards as well as some, some tips and um, uh tricks i guess not tricks necessarily but just tips for for afterwards for other people um but any uh any other you know kind of last minute uh advice before we kind of wrap up here and close this episode and call it a wrap finally um <laughs> yeah no i and like i said the, yeah. the prevention is huge understanding ahead of time yep. preparing for it um and as it happens is caring for the the people that need care you know, the, the family, the athletes, um, you know, sometimes with the situation, you forget that there's more people that, that need yeah, help. You get kind of tunnel vision yep. and focus on. So that's the second part of it. I would definitely take care of the, the other student athletes that are there. Okay. Um, as well as coaches, you know, yep. they might put a brave face and, and, you know, you never hear coaches say, I don't know what to say, but a situation like this, they have no idea what to say. Be there to support them, be there to give them advice on how to do it, what we do and, what can we say? What can't we say? Um, suggestions, because they're just hurting just as bad as any other athletes. Right. You know, they know how to call plays. <laughs> they know how to get what we need it. Um, but when it comes to medical situations, they don't know. And 
So be prepared to help um, them as well. And, you know, first and foremost, take, take care of yourself. Um, take some time to take a deep breath and understand your role in it and what you can do. And if you can't or it's hard, don't feel like you have to do it. There's people around to support you. Reach Make out. some phone calls. Reach out. Um, you know, people that can walk you through these steps, you know, confidentially that we can help um, the situation as best we can um, to help you get through that, whatever situation that's going through. Um, that's most important because if you're going into it and you're not taking care of yourself, um, you know, not sleeping, um, not be able to process information, it, it can get um, more chaotic. And although you're trying to help, it, it can just magnify the, yeah, the for issues sure. at hand. So that's kind of the, the three three things I would say. That's nice. all I got. No, that's awesome, man. That's huge. No, I, I appreciate it. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully no one, else, no one, else, no one has to go through this. No. But, um, no. you know, uh, you know, if you guys do, just remember there's, uh, again, kind of listening uh, to kind of Bruno's tips and, and, and tricks, uh, kind of what worked for him. And then uh, also uh, AT's care for those athletic trainers that are listening to the podcast um, is another resource that can help out. Um and, uh, you know, of course, if you guys have questions, you know, we can reach out to me or, or Bruno, uh, you can reach out to Bruno directly or you can reach him. Yeah. I, I just kind of threw that out there. I'm <laughs> volunteering fine. yourself. So, yeah, yeah. um, anyway, but he's, anyway, he's, he's on social media somewhere, somewhere, and, I don't even but, know. uh, or just reach out to me let me know. And <laughs> if, if you would have told me ahead of time, I might have like, here's my social media stuff. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you'll probably know cause no. you see my social media, so you know what. <laughs> Well, is, I don't, I don't know them. <laughs> just search, uh, Bruno Silva. Yeah. yeah athletic trainer, <laughs> athletic trainer. There, you go. there, there go. we go. <laughs> um, no, or just, yeah, just, uh, DM me or reach out to me. I'm all over social, um, you know, Twitter and everything. Um, uh, but let us know if you got questions. Um, hopefully you guys got some value out of this and hopefully you learned a thing or two. And if you guys did let us know, you know, kind of what part of the, podcast kind of stood out to you when uh you know if you went through this you know don't feel free to kind of share or comment with your experiences and um you know share the you know episode or the podcast with anybody you think that might find it useful um at least that's either been through it or either going through it um hopefully not but if they are you know, maybe this is just something that can help knowing that somebody else kind of went through a similar situation and so you know you know share it let them know and and uh, let them know that there's support out there um uh if they need it or if they want it so I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks, man. No problem. It's more more serious ones, but I know it really is. It's kind of weird. Like we yeah. don't we don't have like not anyway not publicly. We'll have yeah. serious conversations on our own, but not publicly. Yeah, so this is sure. unique. But um, so I hope you guys do appreciate it. Um, you know, we're really trying just trying to help people out, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll uh, our next episode we'll we'll do on another topic, and we'll mm -hmm. promise we'll we'll keep it lighthearted and uh, and uh, bring some laughter yeah. in there for you guys. But make sure so. Real quick, if you have, people have comments or additions or questions, um, reach out. And if we have to do another one and dig more deeply into it, oh yeah, situations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like True. Don't don't be afraid to ask. True. We can. Yeah. If there's specific questions like how'd you handle talking to this person or this person. Uh, I got you. That, that's Good fine. Point. We can we Good can point. dive into that. But if we did that, it would be five days long. So oh, um, man. let's see what questions we got and. We'll, we'll deal with it. So we can go into more depth about this is what yep. Bruno was saying. So if you guys do got more questions for him or you want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into um, some of the how he handles specific situations with certain people like he was just saying, uh, yeah, let us know. We can always do another one of these one of the one of these podcasts. Um, so it's easy, man. Just give me a call. We'll, we'll get together and do it. Awesome. Love it.
<laughs> All right, guys. We out. We're out. Peace.